What's going on, thinkers? Welcome back to Thoughts by DeVille DI. I know some of y'all is like, DeVille, DeVille, what's going on? Where you been? Relax, because I'm going to tell you. You know, I had a little while back, I had a little uh, scare, health scare, a little cancer scare. And I had, you know, that triggered a little bit of anxiety in me. So I had so many things going on with work, family, my new podcast with my brother out there. I'm telling you podcast that I had to kind of cut back on some things to so that I can keep the things rolling that I really needed to keep rolling. So that's where I've been. That's why I had this. It's been a couple um couple weeks before I dropped the episode since I've dropped the interview. But your boy is back. And what better way to come back than to bring back one of the favorite guests that I've had on the show today I have with me, Dr. Solomon Tension. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. How about you? Awesome, man. Hey, look, every time I, th- I think about your name, I see your name, I speak your name, I can't help but say, man, this dude's got one of the coolest names in the universe. <laughs> it has to be, right? First you yeah. got Solomon, and then you got tension <laughs> on the end of that. Then you right. doctor on top of that, man. You sound like <laughs> an evil villain or evil <laughs> character is gonna save the day every time I see you. Uh man, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. And I and I wanna say I, I heard your intro, man, and I'm I'm uh happy that you're doing well, man. Um and bouncing back um uh, from from you know some of your health concerns and I'm definitely keeping you in my prayers, man. You know, it's just uh you know, life is crazy, but it, it's good when you can, you know, still live on purpose and and uh, you in good spirits. So I just want to make sure I acknowledge that, brother. And I appreciate it, man. It, it was a, a a rough period of time. You yeah, know, it didn't. It turns out that I actually do not have cancer, but yeah. you know, just going through that process and during yeah. the pandemic yeah. and having to wait months Absolutely. before I can be seen, and then yeah, yeah dealing with the anxiety that it was triggering absolutely 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 i can only imagine bro that's 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 uh that's terrifying but hey i'm I'm glad that you good you better and uh you back on your purpose with your podcast people need to hear from you bro yes sir i appreciate it yeah yeah and the, the weirdest thing about not to make this about me but the weirdest thing about it was kind of like the heaviest part of the load came afterwards because uh. You know, even though, you know, you're having to deal with the repercussions of the things right. you may have did, done or said during the period where you were right. in that dark place and then you're trying to come out of it and yeah. then finding out the actual health concerns that I do have. You right, know, right. With that. Right, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm in a better place. I'm working yeah, on bro. back on my fitness, back on, you know, uh, uh, a a better a better uh more sustainable diet you know now absolutely yeah we gonna, absolutely we gonna be here for a while we're gonna be hey let's go bro let's go we're gonna be here for a while man i love to hear we gotta bounce back i love it yes sir now for the people who uh may not have heard the previous episode take a moment to give a uh you know 
uh, a short bio of yourself. Tell them who you are. Tell them a little about yourself. So, yeah, thanks again. And um, I'm so happy to be speaking to your audience. So uh, my name is Solomon Tension. Um, I am the CEO of Sim Companies. And so uh, my full time. time um, a college administrator and an adjunct professor, but in my third life, uh, which I get to have a lot of fun with, uh, I'm the CEO of Sim Companies, which is a 100% virtual and urban consulting company. Um, and so we take on both one-on-one as well as projects for corporations and organizations that focus on impacting and advancing the urban community. And so we we do that through education, uh, workforce development, business, and philanthropy. Those are our key focus points. And so we provide just a variety of services to our clients from small business help to digital products to virtual training, in-person training, just all different types of services in our suite that were 100% virtual and it's specifically designed for the urban community. So uh, this still is still a new company, a new brand. We're finally kind of taking that next step. We've been around for about two years, had some success, um, and we're blessed to still be around it. And we look forward to continuously serving more clients, more people, and more brands uh, because I saw a need out there uh, for a company that was uh, designed just for the urban community, just to help people or help individuals that are doing this impactful work, and they need help. They need a leg up. They need they need they need a foundation for success. And so I built this company to be that foundation for people uh, because I think that it's important. And so uh, we've been doing good work, and uh, I look forward to to continuing this this journey. Awesome man, and and, and I wish you the best in that. Like I said, you were. Definitely one of the favorite interviews that I've done. Just your uh, hearing your purpose of, of of what you were trying to do with your company and why you established your company, and I was like, "This is this is an awesome guy." Just in in that short forty five minutes to an hour that we spent talking to each other, I was like, "I like this dude," even though I, I, I never it, met him in the flesh. I know I like. Him. <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for that. And uh, I've been fo- I've been following you on IG and your stories. Uh-huh. Man. I'm seeing you doing big things. I'm seeing you all over the place. I'm seeing you living. Yeah, life. man. Yeah, man. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep it going, bro. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I see you've been on you been on your little fit- fitness grind too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. That's why when you said that, I said, "Hey, let's go." And that was my same mentality that you know I won't be around for a while. I'm still a young man and. uh I, I, I'm in my thirties now. And so I know that, you know, I got to take that more seriously. So you, you definitely been seeing me kicking in the high gear. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to be intentional about that. I hear you, man. You got, you got to do, you got to do what we got to do, man. Out here is I hit 40 November. So I was like, yeah, it's a uh, go time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's go time. I'm at that. I'm at that age now where uh, people yeah. are starting to call me unk. You know, ah. <laughs> people were starting to call me OG. I didn't want to accept it at first, but yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. "You gotta embrace that, you know, because you gotta embrace it." An old lion is old for a reason, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 man. You got some wisdom that us younger brothers we need, man. We need that wisdom. We need to hear from. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, and I'm always willing to uh, uh, spread that the little wisdom that I've been blessed with myself. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, what what caught my attention a few weeks ago? I was on the, I was on your IG and I seen this mm-hmm. post, 
the king in me mm-hmm. part what is it part two and part four and part four my man's dropped a whole a whole series out here hey man i'm not playing in 2021 i'm not playing brother <laughs> so t- tell us about the king in me so the king in me uh, uh was originally one book you know it's designed to the King and Me Part One is all about helping men of color discover their purpose. You know, uh, as I, I think during the pandemic, we all did a lot of growth and all, went through a lot of hard moments uh, in our lives. You know, working through that, I think that's one of the the, the first. Uh, as we all keep growing, one of the first shared experiences that everyone in the world can say we all went through COVID. We all and we still going through it. You know what I'm saying? But during that time period, I did a lot of work on myself and a lot of self-reflection and, you know, worked on things that I needed to improve. And one of the things that, that I hadn't been doing over the last couple of years was to really share my story. Um, you know, I, I'm not perfect. I don't do a lot of things right. But I think one of the things that, you know, God has certainly blessed me uh, as a young man to understand and to be able to walk in my purpose. And so for years, I kind of uh, turned down opportunities to really share that story because I didn't think that it would help people. I didn't think people wanted to hear it. A lot of false humility behind that as well. But during the pandemic, I've been working on. I was working on myself, and one of the things I decided to do was to not only embrace my story but to share my story in a way that helps other people. Because I, I had to realize that you know when we go through things, uh, it has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with helping the next person. Uh, and so I decided to do the first book which is the king in me, uh, helping men of color discover their purpose. Because I realized for a lot of men of color, a lot of men, uh, that is a pain point. We get stuck. We don't know what's our assignment. We don't know what we put on this earth to do. And as a result of that, we don't always make the best decisions. We don't always choose the best relationships. Sometimes we kind of live life aimlessly, uh, not knowing what we were created to do. And so I decided to kind of share my journey on how I work through trauma uh, uh, in different situations in my life to discover my purpose, you know? Yeah. And I never thought about COVID. That when we were born, all of us coming to think purpose with it. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, I, you, you opened, you clicked the light bulb for me. I never thought okay. about COVID like that. Yeah. It said that this, this is one thing spirit experience that the whole world is sharing together yep. at one time yeah one time that's right. why that's why i never thought about it like wow that. i know i know you know what i'm saying and so you know uh that was the first book helping men of color discover their purpose and you know and because like like i was saying you know i think we're all born into this earth coming to this world with a purpose with an assignment mm-hmm. but i realized that you know sometimes life happens challenges happen trauma different situations uh, and we don't always discover our purpose. Sometimes we don't discover it at all. Sometimes we discover it late. So I really wanted to help men who are in that situation, who are stuck in life, uh, ages 18 to 35. Uh, anybody could buy the book. But that was kind of our focus, to help them uh, discover their purpose. And so uh, then that snowballed into writing a series about forgiveness and writing a series about affirmations for our Black sons and why that's important. Uh, talking about building generational wealth in the subconscious mind. And so that's kind of where the, the other parts uh, from the book kind of stem from. 
all about just helping men, uh, you know, topics that we don't talk about, that we don't always, you know, have the right resources. And I want to kind of talk about it from a real authentic and transparent way to help other brothers. Awesome. So what would you, what would you, what advice would you give like for someone? I know you probably threw something in your book and you'll have to give mm-hmm. all your game mm-hmm. away, but what mm-hmm. advice would you give to that young person who's out here and he's, you know, just, just aimlessly roaming around and trying to find that purpose? Yeah, I, I would, I would, I mean, it's a couple of things. I think, First, you, you got to build, you got to take some time to get to know self. I think self-discovery is where it starts. And, and that's hard for a lot of people. You know, it's hard when we have to face our demons. It is really hard. It's hard when we have to look at ourselves and sometimes identify things that are not so good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, behaviors that we do and, and generational cycles that we have perpetuated. It's hard to, to take a hard look, but I think that's what's important. First of all, take a look at yourself. Take a look at your story and how you got to where you are. And then kind of begin to unpack some of the connections there, some of the issues and challenges that you might have that's been holding you back. And of course, sometimes you can't do this by yourself. Sometimes you need a coach. You need a mentor. You might even need a therapist. You might need a group of brothers who don't know you. Uh, but that, I think that once you do all of that work to uncover all of the stuff you've been through and the things that you've been carrying and you kind of heal from that, then I think you can ask yourself, all right, now that I understand me, now that I work through healing, now that I've elevated to my highest self, you can then ask yourself, what is my purpose? What does all of this mean? What, what am I put on this world to do? And I think then you can answer that question fully. Uh, and it's not about the job. I try to tell people it's not about a job title. It's about the it's about what you do as you live in this world. You know what I'm saying? I I, I know people who are CEOs who are in purpose, but I also know people who uh, are custodians who who have helped people who they're in purpose. So it's all about your assignment. It's all about your mission. It's all about what were you put on, what message would you put on this earth to do. And it's all about living out that message in your day-to-day life. That's what purpose is. It's not about finding the perfect job. You know, so many people get misconstrued with that. You can have a regular job, but but outside of your nine to five, there's some things that you care about that you volunteer that you do or your podcast or whatever that speaks to your purpose. You know what I'm saying? So that would be my advice uh, to kind of uh, help start that brother on that journey. That was great advice. Um. Did I was wondering, have you with the poll, the poll, whole having a purpose, um, state of mind? Was this something you were raised with, or was it a point in your life where you know what I mean? Somebody brought it to you, or you know, how did you how did you come to that that state of mind of having a purpose and fulfilling your purpose? You know, I didn't grow up, I was a parent you know, fully present in my life, you know, bouncing around from home to home. So so my my story is non-traditional and it comes with a lot of ups and turns. And so, so you know, that is the role of parents, you know, in children. I do believe that parents play a role in helping children find their purpose. 
Um, but but for those in the audience like me who may not have that story, it could be a little difficult, you know, when, when you don't have parents to affirm you, to acknowledge you, to speak life into you, to tell you who you are and who you're going to become. Uh, that's 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 a big problem that we all face. And so for me, I think that it was just lessons along the way. You know, you know, it, it was just different people along the way that came into my life as I grew on, on from, you know, whether I was a teenager on random jobs or when I first what, what really helped was, you know, when I went to college, my eyes got open and I began to get around other other uh, solid brothers and professors or mentors who really poured into me. Uh, some of them that I still maintain contact with today. And I think that kind of all of that work and all of those relationships the gap. And through that make connections, you know, I, I originally planned on being an attorney. That was my goal. But life kind of shifted me toward this whole education space and I found true meaning there. So I think it was just, you know, just a, a number of different people who kind of stepped in to fill that void. Uh, and I still had struggles because even as an adult, as a grown person in my late 20s, now that I'm in my purpose, I'm walking in my purpose, I don't like my purpose. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My purpose isn't my preference. You know, what I believe that God called me to do, I didn't think I was equipped. So there's that level to it as well. So that's kind of how I kind of discovered, and I'm still discovering. Like I just, like I opened up, you know, the part that I didn't do was share my story. Mm -hmm. So me writing books, this is a new level of purpose that I've never done. So it's, I'm still learning. I think it's ever evolving. You know what I'm saying? I, I never knew how much our stories were designed to impact people. But see, I had to get okay with me first before I could even get to that level. So I'm still evolving. Yeah. Yeah, because I was one of those youth that was kind of, not kind of, I was at a certain point in my life just kind of out here. Just yeah. because yeah. I tell uh, people this all the time, and I want to put it out there. I mean, absolutely no disrespect to my mother at all. Yeah. You were the yeah. greatest. You are the greatest person in my yeah. life. But yeah. at a certain point, I wasn't really raised. I was yeah. just growing up because my mother yeah. worked night shift, 3 to 12 p.m. Yeah. So yeah. I get up for, in the morning for school. She sleep. Yeah. I go to yeah. school. You know, I come home. She's already gone. Yeah. Yeah. So you, it, she wasn't, it wasn't that she didn't, like, she wasn't trying. It wasn't like she yeah. didn't want to be there. It was just that she yeah. was doing what she needed to do to provide right. for, for the family because, you right. know, that was long gone. And it's, you know, right. it's me and my sister, and she was right. doing what she needed to do to make sure we had uh, food, had sustenance, we had somewhere to live, we had, you know, we were mm -hmm. provided for. So, and that mm -hmm. was just, you know, and, and being in a small town, you know, those factory jobs, those warehouse jobs, yeah. that's the, yeah. the yeah. highest playing yeah. things for someone yeah. that's not, especially that yeah. doesn't have that college education at the time. Yeah. So yeah. It wasn't like she wasn't trying to be a parent. It was just that, you know, life threw it in the way and uh, put, was put mm -hmm. together for her in a way to where mm -hmm. she just wasn't there. She was at work. Yeah. And I think that's the reality for a lot of people. Is, you know, parents do the best they can, especially. You know, as I've learned talking to parents, it's difficult to do both roles. It's difficult to be provider, disciplinarian, and developer, and comforter. And it's, it's a lot. And so I, I love to hear that you acknowledge your mother and respect for what she's done. And I think there are a lot of parents out there who literally, truly did the best.
good for their children. They should be honoring my, my purpose uh, is the way it is to, to come back and tell my story. Because for people who had that gap, they, they need to hear from my voice to say, hey, you know what? Maybe I didn't get this here, but this brother has something that can help me fill that gap uh, uh, and find purpose. And so when I hear your story, it really just encourages me to keep talking, to keep sharing it. Because yes, people, people really want to know. People really are trying to work through that. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I'm glad you shared that with me. Yeah. And um, no problem. That's, what, that's why we're here. That was one of All the... Right. That was one of the um, the revelations I had when I was doing podcasting. You know, I started off just kind of, it, it was kind of aimless. I was just doing what I see everybody else do, trending topics, yada, yada, yada. Right. At one point I started interviewing people and I was like, people have stories to tell people and people have information that right. they're willing to give out. And they right. just, they need an outlet to give it out. Whether it's a big right. outlet, it's a small outlet. Get these right. people in here and allow right. them to tell their stories, allow them to share their right. information, you know right. what I mean, as much right. as you can to the people who right. are willing to listen. And that's purposeful work, brother. You're filling in the gap through your podcast for a lot of people. And I mean, and that's what I try to tell people. Don't always have to be big, like writing books. It's about what you feel is best for you. And so all of this type of work, books, podcasts, IG blog, whatever you want to do, volunteer in any way where you can share your story or provide a space for others to share their story to impact people, that's purpose. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to look like what everybody else does. It's about what you believe that God has called you to do with your capacity. Yeah. You know? And a, yeah. a, a lot of people, when they think of purpose, what their purpose is, a lot of people go straight to career and financial. And, right. you know, that's not necessarily... What is we all got to do something? We all got to bring Correct. In income, but it might not necessarily be what you uh, the talent that you were given to put out to the world at the same time. Correct, correct. Do you find meaning in it? Are you fulfilled? You know what I'm saying? That's a different type of question. Yeah, the job may provide for you, but do you have meaning and are you fulfilled? And I think when you answer those questions, it'll let you know. And then, of course, for some people, hey, listen, I'm 40. I don't. I know I haven't been living on my purpose, but I can't. I got a full time job. I got to keep that. Absolutely. But it's about what in what space of your time can you do other things that you find fulfilling and meaning. And then maybe one day God will bless that thing to be your full time job. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You never know how how things develop. Exactly. Now, this is a, this is a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, just from sitting here thinking. Do you, at one point, when I was out there and I was kind of trying to find myself, and then my daughter, well, I found out that um, my ex-wife uh, was pregnant. Um, that this was a couple months before we we got married. I found out she was pregnant, and I was the happiest guy in the world. I was so ready to be a dad, and I, I it was like a a switch clicked. Do you think, in your opinion, like being a parent can be your purpose? I see. I, you know, that's a good question. I'm not a parent, so I don't know how much I could speak to that. I do think, you know, as I hear parents talk about the experience, I think a large part of the role of a parent is to help grow and develop a child to be who 
God has called that child to be. If that's if you believe in the Christian faith or mm-hmm. or whatever you whatever that child is to become in life, it is your job for eighteen, sometimes even twenty plus years to help usher and nurture and guide oh, that yeah. child in there. I yeah, think so my I mom put think. in about 26, 27 with me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's 20 plus depending upon the experience, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that, you know, there are some parents who do find purpose and meaningful in that in terms of giving their children things that they didn't have and things of that nature. So I do think that it's a part of the role of a parent. I do think that that can be purposeful. But then but then the question all becomes after the child is done growing and developing. What's next? Yeah. And I think some parents struggle with that. You know, if it's not more than just developing that parent, developing that child. So, yeah, and, um, and some, something that I'm realizing as a parent, my daughter is, is 13 now. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm thinking you know, she's getting up there in a minute. Yeah. You know, she's going to be 18, yeah. going to college. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. right after that, that's 21. And like you said, yeah. okay, now. It's over. It's almost over. And then I thought about my mother. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. (laughs) not. My mom is still my mom to this day. I had an issue the other day. I'm trying to change my brakes on my car. First, I break Mm -hmm. the lug off of the wheel. Mm -hmm. Then I go into the brake caliber. I break the brake off the lug off the brake caliber. So now I got to go through the Mm -hmm. whole tow truck, get it moved, boom, 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 boom. I had no problem doing that. Um, mm-hmm. financially, it wasn't a burden. It wasn't. It was just something I had to do. But you know who's the first person I called? <laughs> my mom. Right, right, right. She said, "Well, what you, what, what you want? I mean, you say you do, you did this, you did that." I was like, "I don't know." Every time I have a problem, I call my mama. So I called my mama. <laughs> just you, <my> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, you didn't listen to me. You know, making sure, making sure it makes sense. You know. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I think so, that's I think that's a beautiful thing. Do you, Do you think? Now I'm just kind of throwing throwing questions mm-hmm. out there on purpose that are coming to my mind. That I'm pretty sure people who maybe listen to this may just they might run across their mind too in finding your purpose and acting on your purpose. Does do you think like your purpose can change, or is your purpose changes that maybe wasn't your purpose? I think, I think your purpose is 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 center. You know what I'm saying? I think it's your purpose is one. I think your assignment is is center. It's nuclear. It's it's one assignment. Mm-hmm. I think that how you live that out can look different. Mm-hmm. For example, for me, my assignment on life is that I have come to realize that I have been put on this earth to build ecosystems. To help other people thrive. That's who I am. I'm a builder. That and so I live that out as an administrator. I build systems that impact student success. As a professor, I'm building future teachers and principals and leaders, right? As a business owner, right? I'm building people, I'm building organizations. And then as an author, I'm now building men. So it looks so you see my my purpose is center. I'm a builder of people, but it looks different. Does that make sense? And yeah. so I think that yeah, I think that people get so tied up because they feel like it's got to be one thing. It's it's got to look one way, but really yeah. your purpose your purpose is is center. 
But how you live that out, depending upon the season of your life, looks different. Because like I, like I said earlier, I had been living my purpose as, a, as an educator and as a professor, but it took some things in my life for me to now live it out as an author. I, I had to do some inner work to be okay with my story, to communicate my story. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a new season of life I'm in. So now I'm like, man, I've discovered this new level of purpose. It's exciting. Like, man, I, like, you know, you see me on IG, but bro, uh, last year, I would have never been on, I've never been social media person, <laughs> all this, but yeah. my purpose has gotten me to, to do different things. And I'm like, man, this is amazing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I think that your purpose don't change. It just evolves as the season evolves. Mm. That's what, and I think that's what's exciting about it. You know, you know, you just keep living, you keep growing. So at at forty, I may be doing something a little different. I don't know, if, you know. But but at the end of the day, I'm going to be building people. You know what I'm saying? It might look different, but the core of what I'm here to do is to build people. Yeah. So I, so if 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 life puts me in a situation to where now I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do some stuff to. You know, we're gonna feed the homeless for three hundred days. That wasn't that wasn't what I was doing last year. But that's what I'm doing now. I'm building people by feeding them, and that's what I believe that you know God leads me to do. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how I look at it. Right. Now, now we're not we're not gonna uh, speed past it. You say you, you you doing what with the homeless? I said I said I said like for example, you know, if next year maybe I feel like you know our company may want to do something to impact the homeless. Okay. So you know it, we're not doing that right now, but. It could look different as we evolve. Oh, see, yeah. I had a, it was a little glitch, and I thought you said I thought you said something different. I thought you were saying that you was feeding the homeless for three. You had fed the homeless for three hundred days. One day, one day, that's my goal. One day, but now we're not we're not there yet, though. But that is a, a goal that that I would love to do. Yeah, man, that that would be awesome, man. That would make a, a change. Yeah, in so many people's viewpoints, just to. And I'm talking about the people who will be helping you, <laughs> because right. like I, I, I steal this. I borrow this from uh, uh Fred Taylor, played for the Jaguars. I watch him on on um, dang, I can't remember the name of his podcast, but either way, he always says exposure leads to expansion. Mm, I like that. He's always saying exposure leads to expansion. Exposure leads to expansion, and for. The people who will be out there interacting with the homeless, you know, yeah. because that's going to lead to conversations. That's going to lead to yeah. enlightenment and opening people's yeah. eyes because a lot of people just haven't been exposed to right. this person to even be able to put place that humanity back on them. They kind of a lot of people look at them kind of like a. Like a strange yeah. thing, like how you know how do you even end up here? Like how do you? Right, right, right. You are moving through life every day, and you see so many people, and everybody's moving around and doing their thing. But and then you drive down the street, and you see this guy sitting on a curb, or in Atlanta, you see the tent, the little tent villages on the right, side of the right, highway, right. and right, you can't even conceive how somebody would end up there. But then right, right, right. You one of them, and right, right. You know, you may end up realizing that you could the a situation that you had put yourself in or a lifestyle that right. you were living had you right. another money too from right, the bro. same guy if you hadn't right. made the right decision 
man, it's a powerful thing when, when we all stop, you know, you know, stop judging, stop stereotyping, stop, you know, trying to figure out how you think people got, because we're all one less prayer away or one bad decision away from all being in, in, in crazy situations because we all done some crazy stuff that we know that, you know, things should have went. So it, it's all interesting when you hear people's stories because you're right. It, it's one layoff, one breakdown from from you being right there. And we've all experienced that. We've all, you know what I'm saying? And so it's, it's definitely a humbling experience. Yeah, it's just uh, last th- Thursday, matter of fact, I was talking mm-hmm. to my brother on the I'm Telling You podcast. It comes out. We go live on Wednesdays from mm-hmm. eight, around 8.30 p.m. Uh, we on there for about an hour sometimes, Thursday, depending mm-hmm. on how life throws at us. That's my mm-hmm. shameless advertisement I'm throwing out there. <laughs> I like uh, it. Go to Travis Trife McDougal's Facebook page and look for that live. You can, you can send him a friend request, too. Let's flood him. With flame request too, because he he shouldn't have did it on his personal page. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we was talking, and I was like, bro, sometimes I sit back and I think, and I don't even know how we made it through the two thousand, from probably wow. two thousand two to around two thousand eight, when my daughter was born. I was like, bro, we right. we should be like either uh, uh addict addicted out somewhere or, or in the fans right, or right. something because we was some wild right. boys out here. We was doing right some wild stuff and and, and right. poisoning our bodies to the to limits that you, you look back and you say, how did we even right. make it? You know what I mean? What was we do- what was we doing? What how was what were we thinking? Oh yeah, we 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 will be in when I say when they say in the streets, we will be in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean from third Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we was out there, you know. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But, yeah. Gotcha. But, you know, but like I said, and that was one that was one of the pivotal moments in my life. Once once I heard I'm gonna be a dad. Yeah. Okay, it's time to get myself together. Right. Things shifted. Once I saw that baby. Oh, it was I was a whole new man. <laughs> people say things don't happen overnight. That happened overnight. I was instantaneously <laughs> a whole new dude when I saw that baby. Wow, man. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. But um was this uh uh this is was your first the the uh the first volume, this that was your first attempt at writing a book? Right, yep, first attempt ever at writing the book. Um I plan to do a couple more here this summer, make it make it bigger and better. But yeah, that was my first attempt. I mean, of course, I've written things all through school, but never a book. And then, of course, never nothing uh, personal about my story as well. So it was definitely a challenge. I'm glad I did it. And, and I look forward to writing a few more books um, to help to help other people. Awesome. Now, as a I'm going to I'm going to put you in the bracket of uh, a new author. Yep. As a new author yourself, because you know from the last interview, I'm always trying to get some information out there. What right. advice would you give to that person who's on, right there standing at, in front of their laptop, in front of that notepad, ready to write a book, saying, been saying, I'm going to write a book forever? What advice can you give them to, to kick that off? Should they just start writing? Should they you know, use a voice, you know, voice recorder and just record what they're trying to say? and What's the that kickoff moment, or how did you kick it off yourself? 
Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I think do both. I think I think if you got a, if you got a uh, a vision for a book, don't wait on it. Start today. You know, even if that's even if that is um, you taking a voice recorder and, and recording random thoughts, or you might even you know get a notebook. That's what I did for my book. I had a notebook. I just started jotting down ideas that came to me. I just started jotting down stuff. And then as I got time and got ready, then I actually started writing on the different chapters that I had came up with. And then once I started writing and trying to develop the book, then I began to set aside time every day to write on my book, to, to care for my book. And so I think that's where you start. But I think you can't let it just sit in your head and just say, I want to write a book. I'm going to write a book. You got to start today because you got to start. You got to start immediately getting stuff down, getting those words uh, out your mind on paper or recorded because that is your book. That's your story. That's what needs to be told. So the longer you let it sit, uh, it'll almost torment you. And that's a sign that you need to do it. <laughs> you need to write. You need to communicate. You need to share your story. You need to build content. So that's mm. the recommendation that I would give to people who are who are trying to figure it out. You're not going to know all the answers. Just write the book. And then figure out everything else as you move, how to publish it, how to produce it, how to market it. That comes down the line. Write the book and then do the other work later. I think sometimes people think they got to have all the answers right away. I still don't have all the answers. I'm still learning and marketing and promoting. But but you just got to write the book. And I promise you, everything else will make sense. It'll all come together to get that book out. Hey, uh, I ain't going to lie. You shook me a little bit. When you say it, it'll, it'll torment you, yeah, brother. That's how I've been feeling like probably the last yeah. two weeks about not putting out a show. I was like, hey. bro, this is you ain't put out a show in a minute. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in, and I was like, you know what? Mm, let me hit up Solomon see if he's still interested <laughs> in, in coming on the show and let's get this thing rolling again. Let's go, bro. Let's go. Now it makes sense. Now it makes sense uh, why you reached out to me the way you did. So let's go, bro. We, we got to get you back rolling, get you some more shows. I'm glad I can uh, come on here and we can talk about some things and, and, and get you back going. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Now, I ain't going to hold you up all day. I know it's Sunday. I don't know if you got your Sunday after church dinner in yet. <laughs> so tell I'm the, working on it. Tell the people out there where they can find your book and you know, go ahead and it's your time to promote anything that you got working on, you got coming down the barrel. Let them know what it is, where it's at, and how they can get to it. Man, I appreciate it. You can go find my book right now everywhere on Amazon. Uh, just search The King in Me by Solomon Tension. You'll see uh, all of the book series pop up. Also, if you go to my Instagram, at Dr. Solomon Tension. Again, my Instagram is at Dr. Solomon Tension. Uh, add me. Uh, my page is is open for the public, and then in the link in my bio, you'll see a direct link to go order all of the books. And so, if you're interested in, in learning about purpose and growing as a man, and you're struggling with unforgiveness, subconscious mind trauma, uh, it, it, or or if you're a parent uh, and you're raising a black son and you're struggling trying to learn how to affirm that son because you recognize that you yourself lack affirmation, right? Whatever category you're in, I believe that the King of Series can help you. Uh, and we just want you to just engage in the content. So like, subscribe, share, tell a friend. 
Um, but but that's kind of where you can find me. And we've got so many great things coming up that'll be on my IG profile. But um, just very appreciative for for you giving me this opportunity and appreciative for for the audience uh, and anybody who might find a connection to anything that we talked about today. Awesome, man. Y'all heard it. Y'all go and follow, like, subscribe, like they say on YouTube, to the Brother Solomon Tension. Got the coolest name in the galaxy. And <laughs> let's get let's get to support this brother. Let's let's get this message out here. He, he's doing great things out here, man. I really I really like this dude. I appreciate you taking the time to talk out with me. Talk with me today. And uh, like I always told, like I told you last time, anytime you have anything that you want to uh, put out there, anything you want to promote, even if you just say, "Hey, I just want to be a guest on the show," just to be a guest on the show. Let me know and we'll work it out. We'll get up in here, brother. Hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. And we're going to definitely do some work again. All right. And to the listeners, as always, I love and appreciate each and every last one of y'all, man. Thank y'all for supporting and tuning in to Thoughts About the Ville. D.I., make sure you check out that I'm Telling Your Podcast. Jump on Travis Trife McDougal's uh, Facebook page on Wednesdays for that live. If not, you can always find that. Same place you find every other podcast you listen to. And uh, we got even got a little I'm Telling You podcast YouTube page. We got a couple episodes up there. We're working on getting more consistent. We're putting the episodes on there, man. And uh, like I said, man, I appreciate y'all. And we out of here. Peace.